evening, Sheriff. Everett, I surely do hope you got a good reason for dragging me out of the station at this hour during Monday Night Football. Like I told y'all over the phone, I found them missing stairs. Y'all gotta hear it to believe it. Seeing and telling alone don't do it justice. Aw, oh, hell, Everett. There ain't nothing anyone can do about missing steers this time of night. Why don't you just get on home, son? Nuh-uh, Sheriff. I ain't jerking y'all around. I found where they all gone. Everett, this better not be another one of your snipe hunts. I've had my share of those for a lifetime. Scout's honor. <laughs> like you was ever an Eagle Scout. Maybe I was. Get your torch, Sheriff. It's further up the mountain away. I seen the light first, Sheriff. Thought maybe some city folks gone into the ditch. Then I heard it. Heard what exactly? Listen. I don't hear nothing. Damn, what's that smell? It's them missing stairs. A dozen of them. Like they've been turned inside out, Sheriff. Most dead when I found them. Flies been at them for a day. Jesus. And all his little green angels. Who in the hell would do this to cattle? I ain't all sure. There's, there's the light shines. You gotta see the light. Y'all gotta see the light. What are you babbling about, boy? God damn! Now I gone and stepped in something. Here they come. Now you'll see it. Now you'll understand. Listen to their song. Yes, sir. We are here. We are here. Well, not exactly here, but, but in town. Afternoon. Yes, sir. Looks like you folks got some trouble yes, brewing. I think you're right. Metal cars aren't what they used to be. We are here. So do you think it's the radiator? Well, Could be. Exactly here, but, but Could be town. the hose, though. 
Too much steam to tell right now. You don't want to be too close to that steam, son. Breathing in that vapor is no good for you. I suppose you could be right. I swear. Vapors out of your radiator will give you cancer. Folks get a whiff of them gases, and they go toes up in a year. Oh, right. I guess I should back up a bit. Yes, sir. Hey, Eddie. Come here. Thank you, sir. Clark. Folks. Well, you could leave it with us and hoof it to the sheriff's office from here. Only a mile or so up the road. Eddie Gladeneagle here could look at fixing it at his shop for you. Are you planning on staying in the town for the night? Yes. No. That's all right. It'll give us time to look around. Why does a repair shop not stock parts? Economic stimulus project. Economic what? It's a little initiative that town council put in place a while back when the recession got real bad. And the tourism industry went belly up back in 01. Every business in town needs to help the other businesses in town. Eddie here doesn't stock parts at his shop. So Lloyd has to pick him up and deliver him. It takes two days to fix your car, so you'll be needing a place to stay in town. Motel gets a rental, too, by the looks of you. You gotta eat to the diner or the bar. It's a cut of your business. More likely the diner with you two. And there you have it. From one auto repair, the town has got revenue coming in to pay several townsfolk's salaries. That's blackmail. Highway robbery. That's fine. How far did you say the sheriff's office is from here? About a mile or so. This way? Uh, yeah. Just head on it to the town proper. And you won't miss it. Of course, Sheriff's not been around lately. But again, by the looks of you two, you already knew that, didn't you? Come on, Eddie. I'll help you get this car hooked up to your truck. Dang feds, all look alike. Yeah, but the man has nice taste in shoes. Ah, uh, yeah. That's great. Don't you think they could have at least, for economic stimulus, given us a ride into town? They live here. We're the outsiders. Many small towns across the country don't take kindly to strangers just riding in and asking a lot of questions. We're a representation of the government that many of them fear and hate. A lot of local militias got a good foothold into these kinds of towns after September 11th. Their sheriff is missing, and we come around asking questions. It's natural that they're going to be mistrustful of us. Great. We're here to help and we get the cold shoulder before we even get into town. I still don't know why you volunteered for this assignment. Rainbow County is the cattle mutilation capital of the world. Excuse me? 
Every year across the world, thousands of cattle are abducted. You mean rustled? I mean abducted by unknown entities. These cattle are mostly returned, often with signs of... Um, <laughs> physical interference? Cattle mutilations. Indications of surgical invasion, missing tissue, strange behavior, genetic anomalies. Genetic anomalies? <laughs> genetic anomalies? We've got stuck with you. There are indications that some cattle have altered DNA as a result of these abductions. Agent Dean, are you moonlighting as an investigator for the Humane Society? Don't be flippin', Agent Cooper. The assistant director gave you this speech about me and my interests, I'm sure. Told you what to watch out for, anything that might jeopardize the investigation or embarrass the Bureau. Your interest in animal rights doesn't fit your reputation. Until you start referring to cattle in terms of unknown entities and DNA mutations. I'm here to investigate the evidence in the case of the missing Sheriff Cooper. Same as you. Anything else? It's just a bonus for me. Wait. Are you investigating... What... What did they call them? The Spooky Files. X-Files. Not really a career advancement-oriented FBI agent, are you, Dean? The truth is more important than getting an office with a window. My research into this case has turned up more points of interest than a simple missing persons case. For instance, there have been over 200 reports of cattle disappearing from ranches in this area over the past year. 200. <laughs> Is that a lot? I, I didn't know cattle rustling was such a pervasive business these days. That's just it. There doesn't appear to be any rustling going on. There have been investigations by local and state agencies and they can't find any missing steer anywhere. Usually you'd find them showing up at auctions out of the area, or even possibly out of state, but nothing. No one is offloading these steer at any markets, legitimate or otherwise. Most of them just vanish, or turn up with the wounds and post-operative effects comparable with other incidents of cattle mutilations. Someone's having a hell of a barbecue somewhere. There would have been a corresponding increase in steak sauce sales. I'm joking. Are you always this serious, Agent Cooper? Are you being particularly cautious in my presence so as to maintain professional distance? No. Yes. To be honest, Agent Dean, I still don't buy into the X-Factor stuff you look for. And I certainly do not believe little green men are busy butchering steaks for a family reunion. I'm here to investigate the disappearance of the town sheriff, not cows, and to bring whomever is responsible for said disappearance to justice. Your need to see conspiracies in every case will only serve to alienate you from your co-workers and superiors at the Bureau. Your attitude will put you on the fast track to a dead-end position. I personally will not be party to any such deviations from the true nature of this investigation. And I would appreciate it if you kept your spaceman theories to yourself when dealing with the other law enforcement personnel. I'm glad to see we can keep things friendly. I don't envision us inviting each other over for cookouts on the weekends. Do you, Agent Dean? No, there aren't enough steaks to go around with all the cattle banishing these days.
Well, that's very kind of you, Abigail, but I don't think you need to worry about anyone stealing your begonias. Go ahead and have a seat. I'll be right with you. Yes, that's right. They should be safe on your porch. Okay. Thanks for calling. You too. Okay, goodbye now. Sorry about that. How may I help you? I'm Special Agent Dean, and this is Special Agent Cooper from the Federal Bureau of Investigation. We're here regarding the disappearance of your sheriff. I'm Gladys Sharp. I'm the secretary and Sheriff Kyle's chief deputy. You're the deputy? I'm sorry, ma'am, but you've got to be in your 70s. How is that possible? <laughs> don't get me wrong. I don't go out to the sobriety checkpoints, and I don't go around cracking heads like I did in my younger days. But I'm in charge of the place when the sheriff isn't around. Sure, we got a couple good old boys to do the legwork for me, like with Everett back there, but if you need something, I'm your gal. Thank you, Deputy Gladys. You mentioned Everett. Is he the man you picked up in regards to the sheriff's disappearance? Yes. He's the last one to admit to seeing the sheriff three nights ago. He's raving about singing cows and spacemen. Oh, boy. I know it. Stick me with this one. Singing cows, ma'am. I don't make them up. I just lock them up. <laughs> Agent Cooper. Would it be alright if we checked into our motel rooms before we questioned Mr. Johnson? We just walked into town. From... I know. Walked in from Clark's general store and eatery. Clark gave me a ring on the phone to tell me to keep an eye out for you. I made a call to the motel room figuring you'd be wanting to get cleaned up a bit after your walk, so your rooms should be ready for you. Thank you. We'll be back shortly. Don't take too long. Visiting hours are until 4 p.m. sharp. And I mean sharp. Visiting hours? We're conducting an investigation, ma'am. That'll be fine, Deputy. We'll be back before then. What is that about? She can't tell us how to conduct our investigation. Is that part of their economic stimulus program, too? Come on, Cooper. The lady just got done telling us that she's the big cheese around here now the sheriff is missing. That makes her our number one suspect. As well as the number one person we need to have on our side if we're going to get anywhere in this case. Hello? Help you folks? I believe you have two rooms for Cooper and Dean? Couldn't say for sure. This is the Shady Acres Hotel, is it not? Well, it seems that way. Only hotel establishment in town, since the Greenbow Inn got such a poor review in the Ballstone Stock and Feed catalog. Are you all right, ma'am? Just peachy. Where are you, exactly? In the cupboard under the desk. What? Do you require assistance, ma'am? No, I'm all right. Why is the hotel receptionist in the cupboard under the desk? I think I am uniquely qualified to answer that. Well, by all means, please do. It's where I go when I'm taken with the need to think deeply upon the nature of the world and the problems that so beset those of us who live it. It's a very small space to just go and think. It reminds me of my mother's womb. 
The only nine months of my life I felt true peace. Sensory deprivation can be a very relaxing state, much like a womb. In a cupboard? Under a reception desk? Clearly she finds it therapeutic. Can we get keys to our rooms? Certainly. Please sign the register in front of you and help yourselves to the keys marked Sylvia and Antonio. Do you want Sylvia or Antonio, Agent Dean? I... yeah. I don't know. If I may recommend, the lady takes Antonio. He tends to be more kindly disposed towards guests of the feminine persuasion. And Sylvia? Was my mother's name. She finds accommodating young men satisfied. It's the mother and instant in her, I'm sure. A warm welcome, much like coming home, I'm sure you'll find in Sylvia. Much obliged, ma'am. Please, call me Lily, and enjoy your stay at the Shady Acres. Good afternoon, Mr. Johnson. I'm Special Agent Cooper of the FBI. This is Special Agent Dean. How's the head injury? It's mine in its own. Can you tell us what happened to the sheriff the last time you saw him? Like I told Gladys, we was out listening to the cows sing. Singing cows? Seriously? Actually, this one is new to me as well. I haven't heard anything about this before. It's true. The missing steer. I found him. It was horrible. And it's a horrible thing to hear. It'll pull the fillings out your teeth. Ugh. Off! And you wanted to listen to this? Yeah. Well, no, but I wanted to show Kyle, the sheriff. And I found him missing steer. I wanted him to see the truth for himself. The truth? About what, Mr. Johnson? Now, Everett, quit wasting these good folks' time and tell us where the sheriff is. This has gone on long enough. No, no, that's all right. I'd like to hear what he has to say. And off we go. Well, I reckon I can remember when we both pulled up at the foot of Gray's Mountain. That's where I found the missing steer, you see. We pulled up and went off walking into the woods a bit so that I could show them where, where the steer were. It was awful from what I reckon. They was all cut up and there were flies. It was bad. Sheriff Dunn stepped in some steering, and then the noise. Oh, the noise. It was like a choir full of hell singing out and knocked some godforsaken hymn. The sheriff, he started screaming, and I started sickening up, and then, and then, well, well, shit, I don't know. I can't seem to remember what went on after that. Next thing I remember is waking up here in my cell. We found him crossing over State Route 32. He seemed to be coming from the area on of Graves Mountain, clear as we could tell from the path he made through the fields. From the looks of him, he'd been walking a while and looked like he would have kept on walking clear across the state if Deputy Dandon wouldn't have brought him in. He was cooperative enough, but the bloodstains on his clothes was enough to charge him with simple assault pending further investigation. I'm going to check in with the assistant director. Just watch yourself and be careful. Thanks. You believe me, don't you? You're not like most strangers are. Y'all understand what I'm telling you. Let's just say that I'm more inclined to listen to you than Agent Cooper is. Why don't you start off by telling me about the cows? It's only been going on since at least my pappy was a kid. Only recent times people and big companies come in and start raising beef that the ruckus been starting up about them steers gone missing. It used to be the only few here or there went off the thing. 
Now there are more. Seems like there are more stair here been going on. I guess it's a numbers thing. So what is this cow song? Is it rustlers or... It's like that, but worse. They do it themselves. They run off into the Badlands and gather. Doesn't seem to be the same place every time. They go there knowing somehow they're gonna die. But they go there anyway. And that's why they're singing. They're singing a death song. All of them. To hear it will hurt y'all. Like in the head. Real deep. A death song? Steers? And just who is killing them? That's just it. I don't know. Me and Sheriff Kyle, we went up there. I've been before, but not that far up. I took him because I thought he was ready. That he was one of us. I guess I was wrong. Tell me what happened. Well, like I said, I took him up there to see for himself. He needed knowing. He was running all over the country looking for steer that weren't there no more. Wasting time bothering folks. Well, we went on up the mountain. We walked right on up those steers. They were there crying and singing and mooing away. Bodies of the old dead ones were still lying around. The smell was pretty bad and I think it was getting the cow something awful. He was acting all funny after he saw the ones turned inside out. Steer? Inside out? Go on. Really, Agent Dean, this is just a nonsense story. Singing cows, indeed. Everett, you ought to be ashamed of yourself telling such a whopper. Let him finish. We walk right through the herd. It was deafening, like thunder. It was dark, and there were so many. He's there all moving around. Kyle started yelling. He he wanna go back and get get help. Wanna go round them up and bring them down for something happened. He didn't get but three paces back down the trail before they start pushing us up the path. He tried to get around them, but the steer kept pushing back to to me. Both of us up the path. Light. It looked like fire burning in an alcove. Was nothing we could do. Nothing. Nothing we could do. Kyle was yelling. The steer were singing their awful song. It felt like a pressure was building in me, building in my head and guts. I started sicking up. Kyle was already. Getting all sick again, and even the even the stair were getting sick. Some were dropping and twisting all kinds of strange ways. Further up ahead, there were some that were inside outer skin or something. Fresh ones still moving and making terrible sounds. Kyle was mad at this point. He had he had his gun out, and he kept trying to shoot, but the stair kept bumping us. Pushing us all the time toward the cave. Got off one shot that I know of. He ricocheted off some rocks ahead and a chunk came down and knocked me on noggin right here. That's why I'm all wrapped up like I am. I didn't see much else up to that on account I fell down. You fell down. In a herd of agitated livestock and all you have to show for it is a mild concussion? I don't believe that for a second, Everett Johnson. They just stepped over and around me. They kept pushing at Kyle. I got one more glimpse of him as he was going in the cave. His eyes was all wide and he was screaming. I couldn't hear 
hear him over the stair. He was yelling something. Then I saw the shadows moving inside the cave, and they came at him like to grab him. I passed out about them, and I woke up down the mountain, head bleeding. Kyle, nowhere's to be found. You didn't go back up to look for him? No. No, ma'am. No. I ain't never going back up that mountain again. I don't care if they keep me locked up in here forever, as long as I don't never need to see that again. I got me a cot, three squares and a little window let light in on nice days, thank you very much. Alright, Everett. That's enough storytelling for one day. Your lunch will be in shortly and I'm sure the fine agent would like to check on his car. Thank you, Everett. Thank you, Agent Dean, for hearing me out. Can't say I feel better for the tailing. <sighs> at least someone listened. No matter what that fool tells you, you'd be better off staying away from that mountain. There's nothing there worth looking for, and we've already processed it for evidence. Came up empty. Thanks, Gladys. Appreciate the advice and your assistance. I'd like to requisition one of your department's vehicles, a four-wheel drive, until our car is repaired. Sure. Y'all be careful out there. How'd it go? I think we need to take a little hike up that mountain to see what we can see. If that's the last place the sheriff was seen, even if by a madman, we should check it out for clues. Sheriff's department looked the place over really well. They've likely destroyed any real evidence that we might have found. Only one way to find out. I got Gladys to lend me the keys to the police truck, so let's go see for ourselves. According to the map, to get any further up this mountain, we want to take the next right and then drive off-road for a mile. This isn't off-road enough. It's taken over two hours to get here. Okay, here it is. So, what are you expecting to find out here? A cow chorus? A bovine band? A steer sing-along? <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Maybe just some dead steer and maybe the sheriff. If Gladys is behind this, which I actually doubt, she'd have one of the deputies come up with us to lead us away from any evidence. She didn't, which is good. But always best to keep it open as an option. A 70-year-old woman wants to become sheriff so bad. She killed the sheriff for it. That's a bit far-fetched. I agree. I wouldn't exactly call her cougar material. But still, ambition is ambition at any age. Okay, look here. We have some scattered bones, some hoof prints. Those are deer tracks. And those look like rabbit bones. My father used to take me hunting as a child. Since he didn't have any little boys to bring along, I was the next best thing. Daddy's little girl. Toting ammo and hauling supplies. You went hunting as a child? (laughs) 
You? I was top at the Academy for Sharpshooting. How about you? Well, it's starting to get dark up here already. I think we better find a solution and soon. Well, I can get some wood together for a fire and we can set up a temporary camp by the truck. I wish we would have gotten here a bit earlier. I want to get up that mountain and see what Gladys was trying so hard for us not to see. You know, she may have been trying to save us the aggravation of driving out all this way and wasting our time investigating a dead end. You don't really believe that, do you? Not for one minute. What the devil was that? What the hell? The cast in order of appearance. Bill Holweg as Everett Johnson. Damon Freeze as Sheriff Kyle. Paul Mannering as Clark. Eric Poloni as Agent Kara Cooper. David Subkoyak as Agent Alex Dean. Stephen J. Cohen as Eddie Gliding Eagle. Julie Hoverson as Gladys Sharp. Laura Frechette as Lily McGraw. Music includes selected pieces by Third Man, 77 South, and Mark Snow. Artist information is available on our website. This is a fan fiction podcast, and all rights remain the property of their respective owners. No copyright infringement is intended. This has been a Broken Sea audio production.